On today's special episode of the Christian Music Guys podcast, we sit down with Sarah Kroger live from Integrity Music Studios. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Chris, I'm sure you're aware of Elon Musk, right? Yeah. <clears throat> well, obviously he's the world's richest man. Um, he's got a lot of businesses, and but here's some businesses I did not know he had. Um, apparently, back in October, he had he released a new business, um, a scented business, uh, a quirky product, I guess you would say. He launched a perfume called Burnt Hair. And he said he has sold 10,000 bottles and he's earned $1 million in just a few hours that it was out. He says, with a name like mine, getting into the fragrance business was inevitable. Why did I even fight it for so long? Where he now describes himself as a perfume salesman. The essence of repugnant desire is the website description of his latest offering, which cost $100 a bottle and is set to start shipping in 2023. Uh, so also, also, along with burnt hair, scent of perfume, um, he has a business called The Boring Company. Have you, I don't know if you've heard of that. The Boring Company. Um, I believe I have heard It's of valued that. at $5.7 billion. He has sold flamethrowers on there. And they're five hundred apiece, raising ten million dollars in flamethrowers. He has also sold fifty thousand boring company hats um, throughout the company's history. So, between the boring company and his new fragrance perfume, burnt hair, Chris, I think that would be a great Christmas present for Jessica for our yeah, for all three our wives. What do you think? That's gross. No, I hate that smell. <laughs> Have you ever singed your hair before? Because that's what it would yes. smell like. <laughs> I haven't. It doesn't smell good. I don't know, Elon. Um, I think he just needs to stick with uh, Twitter. And, and Tesla. <laughs> well, Tesla cars, too. <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> would you ever buy a Tesla? I want a Tesla. That'd be cool. Um, yes, that is. Uh, Jess will not let me um, test drive one because she knows as soon as I test drive it, there <laughs> won't be any stopping me from just getting one. So we have some friends that have a Tesla, and they were telling us about when you download the app. Say you're at the Walmart parking lot. It's raining. You have a cart full of groceries. You don't want to run out. You don't want to. You're under there with all those other people waiting for the rain to die down. Well, with a click of a button on your app, the Tesla will back out of the parking spot and come to you in the parking lot with nobody in the driver's seat. That's what that's what I would love about that. It'd be great. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it more because then I'll just want to go get one tomorrow. (laughs) Well, all you women out there that have burnt hair perfume on your Christmas list, it's only $100. Get your husband to get you some today. 
be a great uh, Christmas present for our mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom, we love you. <laughs> so recently, uh, we got to go, the Christian Music Guys got to go to the GMA Dub Awards in Nashville, Tennessee. And it was a fantastic experience. Our first dubs ever. And um, I would say, Chris, what do, you, what do you think? It was it was a busy, um, it was real busy. I mean, the days uh, up to it were busy, but I'm saying the actual event. It was a lot of people. Yes, it was. A big operation. And thanks to Jules, um, Jules Wortman, she is an incredible organizer and put that event together. And uh, we... You know, we got to hang out, got to see a lot of the people that we've interviewed, and uh, the cool one of the coolest parts was uh, hanging out with Philip Peters, uh, one of Toby's uh, assistants, and uh, he's a great guy. Philip is an, an awesome dude. And another cool thing was the Monday before the Dubs, we got invited by Integrity Music by Noah Newman. She is a great person, has listened to our podcast and got us some awesome people on here. And so we just want to give a shout out to Noah for making that happen with integrity. They were such wonderful, kind people to us, opened their doors to us. We got to sit down with a few artists that you'll be listening to uh, today. And actually, uh, we have a bonus, two bonus episodes today, just because we are insane like that, Chris. Staying in the membrane. <laughs> so, As some would say. So, so right now you're going to hear part one. Sarah Kroger. She is a worship leader, uh, songwriter. She actually sang in the studio live with us. She, well, not with us, for us. She sang um, her new, her latest single. She did her take on "What a Wonderful World" and uh, classic Louis Armstrong song. And I would say she probably knocked that out of the park, Chris. And so yes, uh, the audio version you'll get to hear uh, in a few minutes after the interview. And then we are putting out the video of that song as well today. So you get to see the video of What a Wonderful World live at Integrity um, Studios in Nashville. So check this out. It's a great interview. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Excited yeah. to be with you guys. So we always like to do a semi-deep dive on people's mm. Instagram or oh, gosh. social media before we have it on. And we like, <laughs> like to... like Christian TMZ. Yeah, yeah, Christian, Christian wow. TMZ. Yeah, we're, we're not Wow, okay. Um, but we found one of your posts that we thought was really funny. And so we wanted to ask you oh, about gosh. it. Oh, gosh. But it's, I think your, I guess your husband is singing... And and he's singing a song in the kitchen by himself, and you kind yeah. of come to the background and take over. Mm. Now's that like based mm. on reality? E- absolutely, yes. <laughs> my my husband coined the term "song hijacker." I don't know if it exists, <laughs> awesome. but he definitely like was like, "You are a song hijacker." He was like, "We got to put this on social media and see yeah. if anyone else this happens to." So. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. That's I, awesome. I definitely do that. I just like singing. You know, I just yeah. can't help it. I just want to like. I don't want to take over, right? I just want to, you know, like accompaniment, sure, right? Sure. He yeah. just sometimes feels like I do take over. So, <laughs> do you ever just periodically just bust into a, a song and oh, just start singing like Broadway around the house? Definitely. Are you kidding me? For sure. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in a really musical household, so we were singing literally all the time. Yeah. So, so song hijacker. I'm gonna use that. So my. <laughs> 
my three daughters, they do that all the time. If anybody's singing anything, they hear it and it's just like they run into the room. It's like, I'm going to oh be louder. And they outdo one another. Oh, and then, yeah. And then they, it's funny because they'll actually like, my oldest will be like, I'll be Katie Nicole. You be Tasha Lee. <laughs> like, I'll be these people. And then we're all going to sing. And then they all go together. And it's like, okay, I guess, well, I'm not singing anymore. I, I love that. It's you guys now. So, that's awesome. I love song, it. Hijacker. That's yeah. So cool. There you go. So, Sarah, how did you get your start in mm. music? And worship. Yeah. Um, well, my family was super musical. Like I said, when we were growing up, they were involved in music ministry. And so my parents kind of forced us to take music lessons and also be in children's choir and all the things we were always at church singing, you know, on the weekends. Um, but for the longest time, I was actually terrified to sing in front of people. Like I refused to do it. Mm. Um, cause when I was in elementary school, I was bullied a lot. Yeah. And so I wouldn't have been able to verbalize it like this at the time, but it, I knew that it was a gift. I right. knew that I had this gift for music and it was precious to me. And so I kind of hid it for many years because mm-hmm. I just didn't want anyone else to tear that part of me down. Right. Um, and really it was from a youth conference I went to. Um, it was the first time that I really, I came from a traditional church background. It was the first time at this conference that I heard like contemporary worship for the first time. Mm-hmm. Matt Marr was leading worship and it, changed everything for me it was like the first time I really had language for like a personal relationship with Jesus rather than just like going to church on Sunday and checking off the boxes and in this intellectual faith it was like a heart kind of faith um and it was the first time that I really recognized that Jesus was a real person and wanted a real relationship with me and so after that weekend I was my life was changed really. And someone that was at that weekend um, was talking to the whole group, but it was as if he, he was just speaking to me. He said, right. if you have a gift from God and you're not using it, you're denying the glory of God within you. Wow. And I felt like God was convicting me. I felt like God was speaking directly to me and it felt like a knife just pierced me through. And I realized I'm denying this gift that mm. God has given me. And, um, And not like I am God's gift to the world. It was just like everyone has this piece of God's glory in them that they're called to shine in the very specific way. And so for me, that that was that moment of realizing like, oh, this is a gift and I want to give it back to God. So I started singing and gaining confidence slowly but surely. I mean, at first, literally sounding like a dying animal. You you pick the animal. I sounded like (laughs) I was dying, shaking from head to toe, like terrified um, singing in front of people at church and, and just slowly, but surely just kept saying yes, kept saying yes. And and my courage grew over time. And so that was really the start of my story, which is so crazy to me that now I do this full time and, and get to travel the world and and lead people in worship and, um, and prayer. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. And it's encouraging as a youth pastor, Mm. every time I drag my kids to another conference, they're like, Oh, another conference. (laughs) So it's encouraging that the Lord, you know, God can use those. Totally. Totally. You have no idea. Now you're going to the dubs. I know. For the first time. (laughs) That's awesome. It's going to be great. Sarah, tell us about your groups, uh, the faithful that you're a part Mm. of in village life. Yeah. It's been such a fun couple of years. Um, because I got signed to Integrity maybe a year or two before uh, COVID. Mm. And so since then, I've just been able to be a part of all these projects that they've had. And um, so Revere, which is like kind of like a meeting of the streams of multiple different church Mm -hmm. denominations and worship leaders. And that's been really amazing to be a part of. And then Faithful is all female songwriters and uh, authors that we came together and sat with the stories of of women in scripture and wrote songs and a book based off of that. And then 
Um, Village Lights is a worship collective that I'm a part of with two other artists. And um, that's been really fun to collaborate with. And then my own thing, uh, like as well. So it's been it's been really super busy. Um, But I've been so thankful for that, honestly, in a time, especially of COVID, when touring really stopped, I was able to just keep writing and and recording and releasing music. And it's just been such a blessing to be a part of those things. So um, it's really, really fun to see different reflections of God in all of those different projects that I'm able to be a part of and um, different parts of my own heart for the church reflected in those projects. It's been really special to be a part of. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about your latest single, What a Wonderful World. What made you choose such a classic? (laughs) Okay. So I've always loved this song. I've never done a secular song before, um, but I've always dreamed of doing this song. And I, I have it as a part of all my concerts that I do. Whenever I do a concert at a church, I always end with this song. Um, I think because it just has this way of shifting my own perspective personally um, and reminding me that even though we live in such a broken world, right, um, not a perfect place and it never will be this side of heaven, that there is glory still to be found and goodness still Mm -hmm. to be found in the big moments of life, but also like in the small moments of like a baby's cry, like it says in the, in the song or like blue skies or green trees, or like we're in the the season of fall right now. So like these exploding Mm -hmm. colors all around us, like that God is in the midst of all of those things. Um, and God is to be found and beauty is to be found wherever you are. So that's really my hope with this song is that just, it just reminds people of that. I think that, um, your next video you do on Instagram, mm. you singing that your husband needs to come in the background <laughs> and yeah. sing like Louis Armstrong, you know, just that's a great, a that's a great idea. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, if you see it online, <laughs> it was your story or it was your, your idea. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, Sarah, we'd like to do, uh, we'd like to do with artists, uh, just kind of a more of a get to know you kind of rapid fire things. Okay. So we're just going to have a category and whatever your favorite thing in that category wow. is, okay. just the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what would be your favorite food? Ooh, Italian. Italian. Italian awesome. Any specific sure. Italian food or just pasta in general? Okay. I'm gluten-free and dairy-free, which is very oh, sad. Oh, that's tough. Like I Italian. Know, yeah, that's I tough. I know. But there is this amazing restaurant in New York City. If you're gluten and dairy-free, you should go to it. It's called Senza. The entire menu is gluten-free oh, cool. and dairy-free. And so you can order whatever you want awesome. and it tastes like authentic Italian oh, food. That's so. Cool. Even though I can't really eat it, like pasta, cheesy, like sure. henna ala vodka sauce. Oof, That's so awesome. good. Yeah. Do you have a favorite movie? Ooh, I really, I really don't. I, I hate these questions because there's so many movies that I love. <laughs> I will say if you give me any romantic comedy, it's probably okay. going to be one of my yeah. favorites. You know awesome. what I mean? Like You've Got Mail, like a classic, you know, oh, Sleepless in Seattle, yep. those kind of things. Love them. Love those. Yeah. What about a uh, favorite show to binge? Ooh, that's a really good one. My husband and I really got into this show called White Collar a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's about mm-hmm. an art theft dealer situation with the FBI. So, so good. So good. Bingeable for sure. Do you have a favorite singer of all time? Oh my gosh. Honestly, the first one that came to my mind is Celine Dion. Oh, I mean, yeah. could there be a better it's, voice? It's tough to top her vocals, it is right? Ta- yeah. It is really tough, yeah. She's amazing. Do you have a dream duet? Ooh, dream duet. You know, this is never going to happen, but I would love to do a duet with James Taylor. 
Like that oh would be yeah. like dream come true. Yeah, that's awesome. I grew up listening yeah. to his music and just to, to be able to sing with him would be amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Favorite ice cream flavor. Ooh, mint chocolate chip. Okay. Mint your, chocolate chip. You're dairy free. So do you have a recommendation? Okay. Dairy-free. Jenny's ice cream. Okay. They have one in Nashville and I think Atlanta, a couple of places sure, all over sure. the country, but um, they have a double dark chocolate dairy free that oh, tastes awesome. like full of dairy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. for yeah. sure recommend that. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast? Ooh. Actually, just recently I started listening to um, a podcast called On Being. It's an NPR podcast about mm-hmm. spirituality, cool. but she interviews all kinds of people, like poets, everyone from poets to like scientists. And so it's really cool to just hear different stories of how God is at work in all of these different aspects, you know, that you wouldn't normally think about. So on being right now. Awesome. I think the listeners of the Christian Music Guys podcast would also like to know if you have a second favorite podcast. Oh, the Christian Music oh, Guys. Yeah, for perfect. sure. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. We interviewed uh, Matt Rubin a few weeks ago, uh-huh. and we asked him his favorite podcast. And he he met, uh, named his podcast. Oh, like it's so Redman good! Redman and Riddle is yeah, really yes. good. And then we asked him being funny. We asked him again, and he gave us another podcast. <laughs> it took him a while to get it. So it we took him like, a while to get okay, it. It was Matt, awesome. What is your third favorite? Then he wink, finally got wink. it, and he goes, "Oh, I thought I was the being one, you know, one being vain." <laughs> It was you all. That's oh hilarious. God. That is a really good podcast, though, too. <laughs> yeah, by the way, is, <laughs> you have a go-to bubble verse. Oh man. Okay. Um, Be still. The Lord will fight for you. From Exodus. That's that's one of my favorites. So, what's next uh, for you, Sarah? And how can our listeners keep up with you? Yeah, I am working on behind the scenes a new album right now. Um, writing a ton and we're going to start recording that very soon. So be on the lookout for that. I also, um, so what a wonderful world is the first single to release from an EP that I did in out, just outside of London, mm-hmm. um, this past year, it kind of like a meeting of the streams moment for all the projects that I've been on over the past couple of years. We did our, my own versions of those songs. So that's going to be coming out in the new year too. Yeah. Well, to wrap up, we just like to ask you if, there's been something happening in your life recently mm. or some God speaking to you um, mm. that would build up our listeners' faith that you'd be willing to share. Wow, that is a really good question. Let me, can I think about that for yeah, a second? Of course, of yeah, of course. Um, that's a really, really good question. I feel like one of the things that I've been walking through over the past couple of years, if I'm being honest, is uh, what it means to trust in the Lord. And it is so hard for me to let go of control. I'm I'm kind of a control freak and I have really struggled with that. But if there's anything that the last couple of years has taught me is that control is an illusion, it's not possible. And so to me, what I've been feeling God is inviting me into is like every single day choosing to surrender. Every single day is an opportunity to open my hands versus like living with clenched fists. Like, Every opportunity that I um, can lay before the Lord and say yes to him again is an opportunity to just open my hands and accept whatever he has for me. And so that's my encouragement to whoever's listening today is just to say yes to the Lord. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah, for taking the time and being with us today. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
Thanks again for listening. And thank you, Sarah, once again, for sitting down and chatting with us. You can check us out on all socials at Christian Music Guys. Check us out on our website, ChristianMusicGuys.com. There you can find where you can support us financially. You'd be so kind to rate and review Christian Music Guys on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again. See you next time.